Good day, everybody. This is Coach V. I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast, season number two. Coach David, we made it. This is the very first episode of season two. How does it feel? Oh, man, fantastic. We're super excited to be with you guys, super excited for this season, and uh, we got a lot of great stuff coming your way. I got to tell you, I'm, I've, uh, I've always been excited, you know, for our time together. And, you know, just to kind of give everyone a quick snapshot, I think this is a great way to start the episode here, is that how did we even start the Kaizen Karate podcast, you know? And it really started with not Kaizen Karate podcast. It started with Kaizen Karate Live. You know, we used to do these Kaizen Karate Lives on Facebook. And Coach David, I mean, some of the material I thought was nice. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. We were in person, you know, we were recording in the dojo at the, uh, the world headquarters of, you know, you know, AKA the basement. And, uh, you know, we were doing these Facebook lives and it was great, but I feel that taking it to the level of a podcast, it just took it to a whole nother level. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I think we had fun those days getting the equipment and trying to figure out the lighting because it was a video. Um, it was a lot of fun. We, we definitely had some good material there, but this, I think we've now found our niche because we can go deep on certain things. We can have interviews. We can do things that we just couldn't do on Facebook Live. And uh, it's, I think it's uh, the next level. Yeah, that's exactly right. So without any further ado, let's jump right into this. So uh, this is season two, uh, episode one, and here we go. So the episode today is continuous improvement, continuous improvement. Now, I should make note of this. If you're listening to this episode, you might be wondering, when are these guys recording it? It's the end of the summer, uh, 2021, and we're getting ready to launch back into the fall of 2021, which means that, you know, the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic is still a thing. Matter of fact, you know, as of this recording, Delta, vir- Delta virus or Delta, var- Delta variant is, is out there. And I mean, the world is just in a very unusual time right now, to say the least. But Coach David, one of the things that I can't wait to talk about continuous improvement today is that within the Kaizen Karate uh you know, arena within the Kaizen nation, as I like to call it, there's a certain sense of community. It's a certain sense of certainty. It's a sense of things feel good still. It's, it's, it reminds me of pre-pandemic times, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And uh, I think that's super important. After the last year and a half, couldn't come at a better time. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, so let's talk about number one, how do you continuously improve? And this, it couldn't get any simpler or easier than this, but just because it's simple and easy uh, doesn't mean that everyone's doing it, right? And so I always say this, you want to master the things that require no skill. And number one is one of those things, showing up, be there, have great attendance, and probably more important than anything is have a positive attitude. Coach David, we're talking about continuous improvement. That's our theme for today's episode. Uh, What a great way to kick off season two. Can you talk a little bit about showing up and the importance of showing up and how that helps you to continuously improve? Well, we tell this to all the students, particularly our beginner students, that if you want to get ahead, if you want to get a black belt and get the skills that go along with it, more importantly, the best things you can do is to show up regularly, come to the next class, have a positive attitude, and we'll teach you. You gain skills over time. You gain mastery over time. But the way you do that is by continuously being there, not missing. If you, if you came to a class once a year, you could come for 50 years, but you're going to miss a whole lot of stuff in between. You come every week continuously and then a couple of days a week as you get further along. That is the way you gain true mastery. You know, I used to always say this, Coach David, that the most important class to show up to 
is the next class. And then I would ask a trick question. I'd always ask our, our youth students, I'd say, but there's one class that's more important than the next class. You know which class that is? It's the one you don't feel like going to. And man, oh man, is that true? You know, so if you're looking to continuously improve and improve your martial arts, really just improve your, your overall, you know, fitness and everything, it, you got to be there. But on the day, not just, you know, the next class, but even probably more, most importantly, the days you don't feel like going. Because when you do that, not only are you developing that, that mental discipline, but you're getting into a certain rhythm with your body. You're training your, your body to, to, to do what you need it to do on command. You're in control of your body and not the other way around. Coach David, can you go ahead? And, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say that we've chatted about this before, how important that class is. Some of my best classes have been those days tired either mentally or physically or you know just things that could easily make you say nah i I can't go today i'm not going to go today if you can tough it out make it to those classes boy you're uh you're on your way to being a a true black belt gotta tell you i kind of play mind games with myself i kind of throw myself in the car you know force myself to get in force myself to drive because i know once i get there you know i made a decision to mentally turn pro way before i got to black belt you know, and by mentally turning pro, you just got to do the things you got to do, even if you don't feel like doing it. I've been saying that for years. Coach David, what do you do? Is there any tip or trick or strategy you have for Kaizen Nation that can help them to show up? I think it's, um, in a way, one little thing that I do is I schedule my, my life, if you will, almost around karate, not the way or other way around. So I think I've talked about this before with workouts. One of the first things I do in the morning is I work out. So the day doesn't get ahead of me such that I can't do it in. I can't fit it in for whatever reason. Likewise, karate is scheduled in. It's penciled in. I'm going. The rest of the week, well, that can vary. That might happen. Maybe maybe things come up or not. But I've already made the decision to show up. That's, that's happening. So I don't care what else is going on. The decision's been made. So it's not ever a question if for me. Right. It's just, that's what I'm going to do. So that, that takes it a little bit of stress away because I don't have to worry about it. That makes a lot of sense, actually. You know, I want to talk about number two for a second here. You know, we're talking about how do you continuously improve? How do you continue to get better? And we're about to enter into fall 2021. There's no question, Coach David, that after this lockdown, the pandemic, the shutdown, training on Zoom, being at home, students weren't using their sparring gear. We had a lot of students who weren't using their uniform. Make sure to do this, especially for the youth out there, right? Even adults too. Make sure your uniform is fresh. Make sure you got fresh guards. Make sure you got fresh equipment, fresh training bags, you know, whatever it might be. Now you might say, well, why do we have to do that? I don't think I need one. Well, you know, it's kind of like home improvement. My mom always used to tell me this. She said, uh, you know, if you wait to the last minute to do some big project, the list is going to grow long. It's going to pile up. And man, oh man, is that going to be a big bill? But she always used to tell me, Coach David, you know, and especially when I got my first place to live in, she said, make it a point to try to do one project per year. And if you do that, you're always going to be ahead of the curve as opposed to the other way around. And I kind of view it this way, too. You know, it's kind of like before your bag is in tatters and, you know, you, you know your, your sparring gear is falling out or maybe your shoes are ripping apart or your, the foam on your handguard, the thumb is ripping apart and you're having to duct tape it, which we don't allow anymore, by the way. But before those things happen or your mouth guard used to be white and now it's yellow, right? You know, I've seen that happen too. (laughs) Just refresh the stuff, right? Put yourself in a good place. Put yourself in a place where you have the best chance for success. Coach David, I did this with a computer the other day. 
I mean, I wanted to, I had my thing for, for, forever, years and years and years and years and years and years. And I finally got to this point where I realized I was wasting more time waiting for this computer to boot up and, you know, to function correctly and to do all this because of that, you know, that little pinwheel of death, right? I was waiting for that to go away all the time. And man, did it make a difference. My productivity went through the roof and whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about that? What do you think about refreshing gear? I mean, how important is that to continuously improve? Well, first, let me say that your mother is wiser than uh, pretty much everyone I've ever met. So, um, <laughs> you know, when he's talking about her, believe me, she knows her thing. But uh, it is critical. We've seen that the, the foam-dipped plastic handguards and feet guard, which is what we require, you can't use anything else with us, it, over time, starts to get brittle. It literally does, especially if you haven't used it. You know, Let's say it was in your bag for a year and it wasn't touched. You'll see as soon as you, you use to rub it against or hit something, it's going to start flaking and, and cracking. That's just what it does. It's not meant to last 20 years. That's not the nature of the material. So we've seen that as we started getting back to in-person classes. People, you know, cracked, ripped, you know, it's like, oh, oh my, look at that. The whole half a shoe comes off. It's just time. You need fresh gear. And besides, it's a good thing to do. You're going to feel great. It's like when you put on your uniform and you got a nice crisp gi top and your belt on, you feel good. Fresh gear is going to make you feel good, which means you're going to do good. And that's what we've always said. One thing I used to do, Coach David, I, I, you, you know, some, sometimes we talk about these things and I remember things that I've forgotten for 20 years. And you just reminded me of something. You know, our, our oldest son, he's going to school this fall and he's all excited. He's getting ready and it's crazy, right? He got old. Not not old, but he's he's grown so fast. And um, you know, one of the things we're doing is we're buying him a pair of shoes, you know, just for school. We're you know getting his backpack, his lunchbox, and all this. And you know, it's kind of one of the rituals we have to go back to school. And I remember years ago, this was about the time of year that I would refresh my mouth guards. You know, so I would never notice. I said guards. I never had one mouth guard. I used to have like two or three mouth guards at a time. Number one, just in case I lost one, I had a backup or sometimes just to keep it fresh. You know, if you're training multiple times a week and you don't have time to kind of clean it out, scrub it or do the Listerine or, you know, one of those things. I say this, Coach David, because I think that just like it's back to school time, it's kind of like back to karate time, right? You know, now's the time. It's a chance to kind of refresh and to do all that. And, you know, kids, you might have outgrown your guards. Adults, you might not have used your guards. You know, it, it, everyone's in a different place. And Coach David, one little thing to add to that that I've noticed is you're 100% correct. The other thing I think that causes these guards to wear and tear, so here's a quick quick pro tip which can make your guards last longer. Try to avoid the extreme temperatures changes. And if you keep it in the bag and it's, you know, your training bag and you keep it in the car, it gets stiff and hard. You know, the, the foam gets really hard. Or like you said, if you don't use it and then it's squished, that foot guard can get distorted uh, or, or head guard too, right? So there's so many tips and tricks that you can pick up, but those are just some that I think that can help everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go to number three here. So, you know, the whole topic of today is how do you continuously improve? Number three, we want everyone to focus on getting better. Coach David, can you talk about this? Coach Chris mentioned this in uh, the last, you know, one of our last black belt exams we just had. Um, could you kind of tell the story? Yeah. So the, we have a student, um, his name's Nathan. He just got his black belt. And it took him a long road to get there. And uh, Coach Chris was telling the story about him that he was a brown belt for a very long time. And Coach Chris didn't realize it, who was, he was the main instructor. And, um, you know, when he found out just how long, he was like, well, he was talking to the parents. And then he's like, well, 
you know, why didn't you say anything? Why, why, why is it going on so long? He was at brown belt. And their answer was, well, he just wanted to get better and enjoy it. He didn't really care about the next belt. And Coach Chris said that's when he realized that Nathan was going to make it to black belt, which was 100% correct. And it's that attitude of just wanting the skills and not caring about the rank, not caring about anything that comes with it. That's the secret, guys. If you can do that, if you can just worry about improving yourself, you're going to get the, the, the awards, you're going to go to the tournaments, you're going to do really well, you're going to get all these things. But that's how it doesn't seem like a trudgery. That's how it doesn't seem like work and a big pain. That's how it's fun because you're only worried about getting better. So you're focused on learning. And that's the key. So I thought that was just fantastic. And it's a, something we can all take away. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. You know, and I, I just remember, you might have said it just now or a little bit ago, but you don't want the belt. What you want is you want the skills. You know, and I'll give you an example, you know, every now and then I'll be teaching a kid's class and especially if it's like an after-school program or like a special event or something like that. And I ask the kids, you know, I'll say, Hey guys, raise your hands. If you want a black belt, like if I, if I would give you a black belt today, who would take it? I mean, especially if it's a younger group, you know, almost everyone raises their hands. And I said, okay, are you willing to fight all the black belts to get there? And they're like, no, 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 no. I just want the belt. That's what we have to realize. It's not the belt that we want. We want to make sure we have the skills that go with the belt. So I just want to encourage everyone, you know, focus on getting better. That story of Nathan was 100% true. I remember I was there that day and I was teaching the adult class that followed. And Coach David, I just remembered seeing Nathan. He just, um, I think he just loved training. He just loves showing up. He loves the camaraderie. He loves sparring, right? I mean, he's, he has such a simple, basic, yet effective fight. I so admire his fight. And so, you know, how do you get better? You show up. You show up with a great positive attitude and you don't look at the clock. You know, if you're constantly looking at the clock and having to, to negotiate your promotions, Coach David, I never once asked for a promotion, not once. I never once, you know, asked my teacher or my instructor to promote me or when's the next belt exam. I never even asked about that. It was taboo. We just did not do that, right? You show up, you make sure your karate speaks louder than any words uh, that you have. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. 100% correct. Yeah. Well, guys, we're, we're, let's, you know, we're getting close to wrapping this episode here, but let's talk about number four. So the topic of the podcast here is continuous improvement. And I don't know any other way that you can get to continuously improve better, but without goal setting. So for goal setting, you have to reevaluate where you are. Make sure your daily actions and your weekly actions are in alignment with where you want to go. So Coach David, could you speak to that just a little bit? Yeah, I think we've, we've mentioned this maybe on, few, on previous podcasts about how important goal setting is, but unless you set some sort of something you want to hit and then constantly monitor where you are in relation to that so that you can take action to achieve it, you're not going to get ahead. Like it, it's really hard to do that. So one, one way that we've talked about all the time is this karate journal. Like everyone says, well, why do you need this journal? Like what does writing have to do with karate? Well, boy, I can tell you that's almost everything to do with karate. When you take notes about what the coaches are giving you, and then you say, okay, my goal is to fix whatever it is or to improve whatever it is that they were telling me. And then you're making journal entries that say, today I worked on this, today I worked put on that. And then all of a sudden, hmm, that got better. Now you're, you're doing exactly what Kaizen is, what continuous improvement is. You can then work on the next thing. And when you start eliminating your weaknesses and your issues, but Coach V, that's a, that becomes a very powerful and dangerous person. 
Yes, it does. Absolutely. It does. And, you know, coach David, I'll say this, I think we're saying the same thing here. I'll say from my perspective is, you know, I jotted this note down. It's, it's time to change your goals or change your actions when the two are not in alignment. I'm going to say that again, in case anyone's taking notes here, it's time to change your goals or to change your actions when the two are not in alignment. I'll give an example. I mean, there's times, you know, maybe it's summer camp, maybe it's during the school year, whatever it might be. Coach, you know, you might be just kind of marching along, trucking along with your week. And you know how I know it's time to change, Coach David, is that it's when I'm feeling a little frustrated. I'm getting a little bit, ah, do I have to do this? And all of a sudden what I'm noticing is that very often, it's almost, at least for me, is that I'm taking things onto my plate that are not getting me closer to my goals, but they're keeping me busy, right? And that's when it's time to, okay, I got to take a, take a look. Okay, do I change my goals? No. I think when I consistently am changing my goals or revising things, it's constantly moving the goal line, right? It's constantly creating frustration. Coach David, wouldn't you say if we can just kind of stick to that same goal, stick to the same end line, and when those things start to happen in your schedule that are not in alignment, be ruthless, right? Axe it off. You know, don't take on things onto your plate that are separating you from what you want. What's yeah, your I think what's your feeling? You're hundred percent correct. I think all too often, especially adults, they tend to feel pressure to keep doing things as they've always done or to not make change. Um, change can be difficult. It it takes, you know, a special person to get to love change and actually adapt quickly. But if you can have the courage almost to just say, look, this isn't helping me. I need to do something else that will, you can find great gains, but it's hard. It's not easy. I won't lie to you. I won't say, oh, let's just make the change. Change can be difficult and it's scary and daunting, but I've never seen anybody succeed who hasn't been willing to make change. That's exactly right. You might remember this from how many times we and I have talked about this is the only thing that stays the same it's change, you know, and it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes, right? You know, but if we can, especially in this period of time we're in now, I'm not looking forward to things to getting back to where they were. I'm looking forward to improving mm-hmm. on where they were. And I think if you adopt that spirit, I think you're going to be just fine. Amen. Coach David, could you close us out with the final point number five? We're talking about continuous improvement. Can you talk about point number five? Yeah, yeah. I love this one because to me, this is uh, everything because it's so simple, yet it's so powerful. And the thing is, people are looking for what's the secret? How do I get to black belt? How do I get better faster? Coach What do I do? What's the magic? And the magic is that there is no magic. You just show up. See number one, be there. Come weekly, come consistently, have that positive attitude. That is the secret. I'm going to say it again. That is the secret. There is no special magic. There's nothing we can do to implant skills from 30 years of training into your brain in a year. We just can't do that. But what we can do is help you to get better if you show up consistently and with a good attitude. That is what you need to know to get to Black Belt. Coach David, you made me think about something that happened just two days ago on Friday. Um, You know, I was uh, training with a group and we were training outdoors. And, you know, we got into talking about training and just like you're saying, you know, how much time have you been training and whatnot? You know, I'm, I'm humbly saying this. I've been training for well over 30 years as well. I just feel like I'm starting to get good at some areas. And I don't mean that to be discouraging. I mean that to be encouraging because especially if you're a black belt, oh man, there's still room for growth there. It never, it never stops. 
never stops. And if you're not yet black belt, if you're an underbelt, just know that the best is yet to come, especially for adults. Sometimes we start to play this, this game in our head. We say, I'm getting too old, or maybe my best days are behind me. Never, never true. The best days are always ahead of you. That's, that's how I think about things. And I say this because, you know, the secret is, there is no secret. The secret is that the best is always yet to come. And the secret is, is that if you just keep showing up and you just understand that there's no shortcuts, and if you understand karate is like a fine wine or antique china, mm-hmm. that the more you do it, the better you're going to get, man, it's just such a liberating feeling, especially, you know, when you realize there's so many people who are senior to us. Coach David, we've seen people in their 60s, 70s, 80s who are just doing better than people in their 20s and 30s. We've seen it, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, I don't think we, we mentioned this at the onset of the podcast, but the reason Coach V and I are so adamant and so, you know, just so into this topic, our school is Kaizen Karate. Kaizen means continuous improvement. It's built into the DNA of what we try to do. And I think we, we, we try to do this in our entire lives, not just karate, but that to us is what it's all about. And I'm, I'm hoping that it comes true in the podcast here because it really is the cornerstone of, of our take on how to succeed in the martial arts. And if you follow this recipe, boy, I mean, we've seen some people gain huge and huge gains, and I, I just can't wait to see what the future um, has to hold for all our students because I think big things are in store. Absolutely. And I'll start to wrap on this. I had a student of mine who just, uh, a youth who just read the Do Your Best ebook. And it's a book that I had, you know, had the opportunity to put together, I think about a year ago now. And Coach David, not even kidding you, they said, it's like everything you say in class. I said, yes, that's exactly the point. The whole point is if you're a student and you're trying to get to black belt, you need to continuously improve. And one of the things that Coach David and I have worked so diligently and, and hard on is putting together some of these resources to help you with your outside of class time. So the formal class time, when you show up in person, all you got to do is show up. If you can show up, we'll take care of the rest, right? You show, show up and show up and have a good attitude, a real positive attitude. We got you. But the question, Coach David, is what do you do during your off time? Well, listen to the podcast, read and reread the Do Your Best book. It's not the longest book in the world, but it's the lessons that are taught in there. That's the takeaway. And if you already know it, the question is, are you doing it? Is it reflexive? Is it something that you're making part of your daily way of operating? So I would encourage you, and if you haven't yet read it, just check the show notes, it's there. Uh, If you have any questions about it, let us know. Coach David, before we get out of here, I wanna say this. I could not be more excited about the future. I know the world has a whole bunch of craziness going on right now, and I know the world has a lot of uncertainty. My excitement comes from what we're doing within Kaizen. And my excitement comes from the start of season two, from starting out a brand new fall season, we're back in person. We're going to take full advantage of this time that we have together to enjoy each other's company, to enjoy each other's uh, you know ability to be training together, right? For all the students in our classes, uh, can you can you say this? If anyone is listening in, and maybe they're not in the Washington D.C. area, maybe they are in the Washington D.C. area, do you have any messages for 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 our friends who are part of Kaizen Nation listening in? Well, I think we we mentioned this earlier, but it, it's never too late. Like literally it's never too late if if you want to start and you're you're an adult maybe you feel like man am i adult no it's never too late maybe you were training for a while and you've taken a break it's never too late to come back come have fun come train come work out see what we're saying for yourself like 
you, we can talk all day long and, and we're, you know, we, we sound good, but come to class, see how much fun it is. See what you can learn. I encourage you because I mean, it, it is, um, it is better in person and it's better than, than we can describe over the air. And I promise you, if you come, you're going to have a great time. So just come. So I wanted to tell anyone who's on the fence about showing up to our classes or any classes just around the country, around the world, you know, Coach David, we, I'm proud to say we have listeners from all over the world who are tuning in and some who've reached out to us. So thank you for, for listening. I, I got to tell you this, you know, I, re- I can clearly remember any time I started to train uh, in a new system, especially as an adult, guess what's one of the first things I would do? I'd pull out my calendar. I would go to the calendar and start to you know, kind of map out what days would I train? What times would I train? What is the tuition for the class? You know, I start to do all this planning, right? That's just what I did. And the funniest things was, is that sometimes I would spend so much time planning that I wouldn't take the smallest step, which is just show up and try out a class. Do you know what I mean? Like the systems that I really stuck with, they both have, you know, or all of them that they have something in common. I went, you know, <laughs> I went to the class and there's so many systems that I wish I had tried, but there was one thing I didn't do. I didn't go. I mapped out the perfect schedule. I, you know, tried to fit it into this. I moved it. Yeah. So coach David, I think the takeaway, and I think we're saying the same thing, just show up, right? Just, just to try, do the one class challenge. I think what you're going to find is we're, we're heading into fall 2021 here and there's no better time. Coach David, there's two really good times to start training. I mean, you can start any time, right? But I think the two really good times are fall, uh, you know, once you get back into school and then January, right? You know, when, you, when you're just starting to get into things. And if you're an instructor who's listening from anywhere around the U.S. or really anywhere the, around the world, now's the time to do it, right? If you're a student who's maybe you're not training in the D.C. area with, with us, but you're training somewhere else, hey, take some action. Get off the couch. Coach David, I'll leave you with this. I was, um, I was coming back from the gym late one night and I was talking to uh, my mom on the phone. I was just kind of catching up with her and she's doing well, by the way. And uh, you know, I was uh, chatting with her and I have a milestone birthday coming up next year. Mm-hmm. And um, she said something to me and she said, uh, you know, hey, you know, you know, you're like the only one I know who's at the gym <laughs> this late at night and all this. And I thought to myself, yeah, you know, and, and, and as I was driving, I was, you know, came up to a stop sign. I saw some TVs on in the houses nearby and all this stuff. And I thought to myself, you know, to me, where it's weird for someone to be at the gym late at night, to me, it's weird to be sitting in front of the TV late at night. Do you know what I mean? Like, the question is, what's your normal? And so I guess I kind of challenge everyone, just like our normals have been rocked over the past year, year and a half. Why not continue to rock your own world and you be in control and not someone else? And here's how you can be in control. Make your new normal going to the gym. Make your new normal working out. Make your new normal controlling your fitness. And I think it's going to bring you much more peace when you can actually control something because there's so much we can't control right now. But with us, right, training in your martial arts, maybe you're trained somewhere else, that's fine. Control that aspect. And man, does it bring some peace to your life. That's just fantastic. And I can't wait to celebrate your ancient warrior birthday with you. <laughs> well, see, right now I'm still a tiger pup, you know. So uh, I, right. I, I'm going to I'm going to create a tiger pup patch, you know, that I can uh, <laughs> that I can still wear for a few, for a few more months here. So so until then, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do that the little tiger cub paws or something. Yeah, so, it. 
until then. But uh, hey, what a great way to kick off season two. I uh, just want to tell everyone I cannot wait to see you in class, especially if I haven't seen you in a while. And uh, if you're ever in the area, if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, we live in the Washington, D.C. area, please give us a shout. Please come say hi. We'd love to meet you. And we cannot wait to see you next time. So, again, to kick off season two of the Kaizen Karate Podcast, I am Coach V. I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast signing out. Until next time, everyone, be safe, make good choices, and we'll see you then.